Welcome to the Puzzle Podcast CMO Series. As legal marketing becomes more mature and attractive as a profession, more and more legal marketers are trying to work out where they fit in the industry. We're lucky today to get advice from Paul Webb, Director of Marketing and Business Development at Delaware-based firm Richard Layton and Finger. Paul joins us to discuss how legal marketers can find the right fit for them within legal marketing. Welcome to the CMO series, Paul. Great, thanks. Glad to be here. And um, we, we we talked about this before when we we caught up about the podcast. But there's a whole host of things on offer for legal marketeers now. You know, they can go to big law firms, they can go to more sort of regional law firms. They can focus in on doing specific projects like CRMs or PR, or or take a more broad approach where they work on comms, marketing, all the all of the above. And um, so maybe to help us get a bit of context um, and to kick things off, how did you become in your current role? And and when did you know that legal marketing was for you? Well, I had almost 10 years of marketing experience before law school. Um, I started at a CBS-owned station in Philadelphia uh, in the audience research department. I did a little bit of TV sales. uh, And then I had an opportunity to work for Home Box Office, HBO, as a marketing manager working with cable systems in the Midwest. And while I was working for HBO, I was challenged by my wife to start law school. It was something I'd been talking about for a number of years, but I really never did anything about it. So I ultimately started in the evening program at Rutgers University. But I found it quickly overwhelming to have a day job at HBO where I was doing a great deal of travel uh, and to try and make it back to class. So I started speaking with the career counselors at Rutgers, and they introduced me to the idea that law firms were beginning to look for people with my background to help them with their marketing. So I started reaching out and networking with people who had entered the business, and I did some work for some smaller firms. And by the time I graduated from Rutgers, I was heading the marketing department at Proskauer in New York City. I followed that with work heading the communications efforts at Morgan Lewis out of their Philadelphia office. And then having that big firm experience became attractive to firms in Wilmington, Delaware, where I am now. My current law firm, Richards Layton and Finger, is the is, is the largest firm in Delaware, and our primary focus is Delaware corporate law. And we handle many matters in the national spotlight, and we often work as Delaware counsel to those large national and international firms. Real. So, um, just just to pick at, pick up on something you said there about mm-hmm. um, you you were previously at HBO, and then then you um, mm-hmm. decided to to go to law school. So, uh, what? What point or or what happens, what was it that attracted you to the idea of legal marketing as a career? Well, after I got my JD, I still enjoyed the marketing process. I found that I I really had a unique opportunity to kind of blend both my interest in law with my creative side. There weren't too many people doing this kind of work at that time. So I kind of stood out in a positive way to do something that I truly enjoyed. And when the opportunity came about after, you know, I I received my JD, um, I wanted to continue doing legal marketing uh, for different firms. Um, And I frankly didn't want to be one of 20,000 new newly minted lawyers. I wanted to do something a little bit different and uh, having the marketing background and and having that itch, it was was still a part of of who I was. And you you talked about um, working at some of those bigger law firms at the start uh-huh. of your career. And um, what wh- what do you think are the key considerations for marketers when they decide on the type of firm they want to work or the location they want to work in? 
Yeah, I think firm culture is really important. I, I know it's it's a little bit of a cliche, but ideally you want a firm that shares your values. And the reason I say that is so that the work that you produce ultimately reflects those firm values. The size and the location of the firm is really a matter of personal choice. The, the larger firms give you an opportunity to specialize in sub-disciplines, you know, whether it's PR, whether it's design, you know, digital media, events, business development, you know, all of those things. The smaller firms often require members of their teams to have varied skills. So we wear a lot of different hats and that can also be attractive. So it's a really a personal choice as to where you feel that you fit in. But again, the culture of that firm, um, you, you want to be able to reflect those values and, and you want to make certain that the firm reflects your values as well. And to pick up on what you said about those those different sub disciplines mm -hmm. and and in those larger law firms, there's obviously uh, more roles doing different things. You know, you might mm -hmm. have a specific person whose job it is to manage the CRM, and um, whereas in those smaller firms, you you probably wear many hats, as you described. Mm -hmm. What what do you think is the best way for legal marketers to sort of find out what works for them? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, the truth is that many who come into legal marketing come with a particular skill set. It's a skill set that they either developed as part of their education or from experience at other organizations, you know, such as, you know, PR firms or digital media, uh, or they've done business development. So they're coming into legal marketing with a certain skill set. However, if you're starting out as a generalist, my advice would be to ask a lot of questions. I always um, speak with the uh, the most junior members of our team and say, you know, what do you like doing? What do you, what do you feel your skill set is? Try different things and, and be ready for constructive feedback, whether it's writing press releases, whether it's, you know, doing pitches. Um, it's an opportunity, particularly if you've got, you know, um, a, a good team to be honest about what you like and the personality that you bring into those business development efforts. It's really about knowing yourself and uh, understanding the balance you bring of skill and desire. Yeah, so I guess part of that is is sort of knowing what you want a little bit and then That's right. seek, seeking out a place that can facilitate you doing those things. That's right, exactly. Um, and in terms of, I apologize, This I said I wasn't going to throw any curveballs or go too far off That's piece, okay. but... And um, this this should be a pretty easy one for you. What what were the main sort of differences in that when you went from big law to yeah. those those smaller firms in in terms of I don't know I guess we we talked about those sub disciplines and what you were doing and and you said in the smaller law firms you wear many hats. Yeah. What, what were there any other notable changes for so for someone listening to this whether they're considering sure. you know big law or, or or a more sort of small regional firm? What were the key sort of changes and differences? Well, Sure. In, in, in my experience, um, certainly at, at both Proskauer and, at, and particularly at Morgan Lewis, which is a huge firm, there were a lot of silos. Um, you often would work with an individual practice group um, on a particular project. But once that project was finished, you didn't see them again for perhaps months you know, at a time. With a smaller firm, I found that you get a lot more interaction with the attorneys. You understand what you know, their desires are, you understand what makes them tick, you understand what works for them. One of the skills that legal marketers and law in, in particularly in, in law firms need to have um, is the ability to read the room, the ability to understand what the needs are and to be able to fulfill those needs. Smaller firms throw you in a little bit deeper because you're with a set of attorneys 
um, in a much more intimate way. The larger firms, it's a little bit more at arm's length. Uh, at least that was my experience. And, um, you know, again, some people like that and some people might prefer uh, the situation at a smaller firm. Okay, then, Paul. Um, so I think we'll jump into the quickfire round now where we'll try and find out a bit more about uh, Paul Webb and, and, and you as a person. So if you're happy, we'll get cracking with that. Absolutely. So the first question I've got here is, what is your favorite business and non-business book? I just started reading a book called The Creative Act, A Way of Being. It's by a music producer named Rick Rubin. He was recently interviewed on 60 Minutes. And one of the things that struck me and made me want to get the book is he said, we're trying to tap into something that makes you want to lean forward and pay more attention. And that's the essence of good marketing to me. So I started reading his book and it's it's really fascinating. So you'd recommend that one? I've, I've scribbled it down. It. Yeah. And if you can get the video of the 60 Minutes interview, it's it's pretty amazing. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. And the next question, what was your first job? <laughs> My very first job, which I failed at miserably, was as a busboy at a restaurant in Philly. <laughs> uh, I sold lamps at Bloomingdale's department store. But I guess my first real job in business was I was hired as a research analyst at that CBS station in Philly. And that was a great introduction to my understanding of audience demographics and how consumers make purchases, which really has been the basis for everything I've done since then. Brilliant. What makes you happy at work? Really, it's the it's the opportunity to create a work product that successfully positions my firm, whether that's through digital media, through public relations, through the events, through creative pitches and business development. Um, when we can create a work product that is a great tool for um, you know, making our firm look well, making the individual attorneys look good, um, that's you know, why I do this on a, on a regular basis. This is, this is my career. What I listen to at the moment, this could be a podcast, music, audio book. Oh gosh. Um, I listen to a lot of different things. Um, I have, uh, gotten back into some of the albums that made, uh, you know, I guess made my life pleasant when I was a kid. Uh, and I'm re-listening to them. One of them I know is, is Santana's Moonflower, um, I'm also starting to listen to, you know, some early Jimi Hendrix stuff. My, my dad was a, a big jazz fan and, uh, he introduced me to, uh, Wes Montgomery. So I'm listening to some Wes Montgomery also. So just getting very nostalgic with exactly. all the throwbacks. Yeah. I, I think it's cause I'm getting older. So I'm starting to <laughs> kind of go backwards with that. I, I think everyone does that. I've recently been um, reliving a playlist that I made when I was um, in, in school. So um, it's all my uh, skater rock tunes. Um, there you go. It's quite, yeah. it's quite a good workout mix. <laughs> That's great. Um, where's your favorite place to visit and why? Um, a number of years ago, my wife and I visited Maui and we took the Haleakala Sunrise Tour. For those of you who are familiar with the Haleakala is a dormant volcano on the island of Maui. And what you do is you get up at about three o'clock in the morning and you take a ride up to the top of the volcano in a minibus and you watch the sun rise from that height. And we're all given bikes and uh, you then we ride down the side of the mountain. It was the most wonderful vacation I think I'd ever had. Um, just thrilling. And I really my wife and I really want to take our children back uh, someday to, so that they can experience that. 
That sounds absolutely incredible. Climbing yeah. volcanoes at sunrise. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I recommend it for anybody who visits uh, Hawaii, uh, you know, particularly Maui. Okay, and now um, really to wrap up the podcast, I want to bring things back to um, what we've been talking about, and that's mm-hmm. finding your fit. We've explored how um, different size uh, law firms are, uh, offer different things, and you talked mm-hmm. about how culture is important um, in, in, in making mm-hmm. your selection. But if you could pick out one piece of advice for mm-hmm. others to try, trying to find the best fit for them in legal marketing, what would that one thing be? Yeah, I, I often tell people, don't try to fit a square peg into a round hole. Know what you like, know what you're good at, and your passion for that will shine through. And we always have to remember, lawyers aren't always comfortable with the idea of marketing and business development. So we often have to hold their hands through the process. And it's really just like holding the hands, of, they're holding the hands of their clients as well. They want us to be confident in our understanding of marketing and the tools that we bring, just as they as lawyers you know, need to show a certain level of confidence to their clients that the legal efforts that they're, they're taking them through uh, are in good hands. So you know, be confident, know what you're good at, and um, you know, understand that that will, that will show in, in the work that you do. I like that. And um, I it's something I remember my my mum always used to say say mm-hmm. to me is if you find something you're good at, then you uh, you might as well um, crack yeah. on with it because you'll probably find some enjoyment there. Absolutely. Well, Paul, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you today. Right. Um, and you've you've got a, a whole experience in in large and smaller law firms. So hopefully mm-hmm. our listeners today can pick up on a on a, a few of your experiences, and hopefully that can help them find their place in the marketing space. I hope so. I hope so. Great. It's a, it's a great career. And I, um, I, I really hope that uh, people enjoy it.